This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. It's time for another episode of the Saturday Quiz, the podcast where I ask the questions and give my guests as many hints as they need to get to the answers. My name's John Leary and the guests joining me today are here because the short animated series they've created premieres next week on Facebook and Instagram. Loosely inspired by the childhood of one of the creators and animated by the other, the series is about a rambunctious eight-year-old boy with a grown man's voice and a heart of gold. It's for anyone who went through their childhood blissfully unaware of the challenges, prejudices and inequalities that surrounded them. Welcome to the show, Dean Thomas and David Ferrier. Johnny, thank you for having us. What an absolute... It's so nice having you on. Yes, I'm very excited. I've got sound effects on my end. Can I just give you one of these for that intro? Very nicely done. I can't hear it. No, I, oh, I couldn't hear it. Hear my sound. I'm giving you a round of applause. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh man. I'm, I've got a roadcaster and it's just, it comes with like inbuilt. Inbuilt, sound like whoop, 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 those you kind of things. Will, the listeners hopefully will hear this. Just That was a rim shot. Oh, yeah. I heard that one. <laughs> if uh, we get a question wrong, sad trombone. Okay. So okay. I'm all set on my end. All right. Wow. So, yes, thanks, Brilliant. Thanks for having us. Thanks, on. David. The, uh, sound effects and everything. That's uh, fantastic because. Dino, yeah. can I just point out that your voice might be familiar to my Melbourne listeners? Yeah, man. Can you tell me why that is? Absolutely. For seven years, I've been saying, good morning, Melbourne. It's Chrissy Salmon Brownie. I'm like the the fourth <laughs> member not on the billboard of uh, Chrissy Salmon Brownie. And it's been, it feels like 15 years, but yeah, it's been seven. Yeah, wow. And you guys are wrapping up yeah. in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, I think we've got a month to go. And Wow. Um, yeah, we just we need a break, man. You know, we feel like we're we're going out before we're getting kicked out, sort of thing. That's <laughs> good. That's, good news. That's a feeling, and I got to sleep. I got some sleeping to do. Finally, you'll get to sleep in for on on a weekday. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. And David, listeners, maybe not in Melbourne, but but other listeners around the country might know your voice. I'm a bit more of a radio journeyman compared to Dino. Like I have worked at in Melbourne at the Fox. Uh-huh. Started out in Melbourne on Nova 100 and uh, doing mid dawns, but more recently. Wait, what's a mid dawn? Oh, midnight till 6 a.m. Oh, wow. Friday and Saturday nights. It was Holy uh, moly. an interesting Johnny, time. That's where you get all the best callers, the mid dawns. You get anyone, yeah, really? anyone with a grievance will call you up on the radio. <laughs> and it's the best thing. I used to love putting them to air, David. I can't speak for you, but it felt had a real Jerry Springer vibe when you just let <laughs> let anyone onto the airwaves at that Let time. the crazies on. Yes. But, uh, yeah. I'd be so desperate for callers that a lot of people would think it was a taxi because this was pre-Uber days. So you call, they answer the phone and go, hello, Nova. And they go, hi, can I get a taxi to the corner of, <laughs> and I, that would happen constantly, but I would try to flip it. Cause I was trying to impress my boss and go, look at what a great radio DJ I am. Yeah. I try to, I go, it's not a taxi, but Hey, while I've got you, what's a song you're loving right now. And I try to flip them into being a song request and it would sometimes work. It would sometimes not work. <laughs> 
But uh, just to finish that off, I, I moved. I'm calling in from Brisbane today. It's where I live. I moved up here to join to anchor to do the same job as Dean, but on the Triple M breakfast show up here. And then I uh, moved into a, a national nights show. And then six months later, got made redundant. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but that does mean that you've had time to work on Childish Dino, right? Absolutely. Which is the animation coming out on the 7th. Yep. Six episodes of joy start rolling out from Monday, the 7th of November at Childish Dino. Give it a follow. Have a watch. Enjoy. And the new episodes come out on the Monday, Wednesday and Friday of the next two weeks. What can people expect from the series? It's about an eight-year-old little pistol of a kid. It's based on my childhood, Johnny. I grew up in dodgy situations, just like uh, low-income, shabby areas, but I just had no idea. And the world was my oyster. I had this spark for some reason that I don't know why I was there. I know, I just felt like my surroundings made me a bit quicker than the slightly well-off kids, if that makes any sense. Yeah, sure. I, I like coining the phrase well-offer. Well-offer is such, such great English. <laughs> um, and I always felt like uh, when I communicated with adults that I was on their plane, which is fundamentally untrue, but <laughs> I just had a real spark about me. And Dave and I have been making stuff for, for years, radio skits, so we thought, let's, let's put my childhood character into an actual eight-year-old boy and uh, make a cartoon. That's fantastic. It's so the, I've seen the first two episodes. They're very funny they're very quick they're only like four minutes right yeah they're snackable yeah. so like the idea is if you can watch it on uh you know your phone um yeah they're just tiny little sugar hits what do you think David? yeah yeah i think that's that's right that's and that's why we're trying to roll them well we're going to roll the episodes out fairly quickly six episodes over two weeks because we want it to be something that uh you can access all of them very very soon because they are like it's the kind of thing we we have designed to watch on your phone when you've got a, a moment, it's just to distill the joy and energy and h- hilarity of <laughs> Dean into a cartoon character um, was just like, it just had to, it, it, we just had to do it. It had yeah, to exist. Yeah, excellent. Because that, that joy translates, that, that joy comes out of the screen. Wonderful, Absolutely. yeah. Cool. Thanks, Johnny. Absolutely. No, I, I, I mean it. Now, on this season of the podcast, I've been asking my guests if they have a favourite piece of trivia. Do either of you have a favourite piece of trivia? A cow has four stomachs. Okay, brilliant. Bingo. That, Thanks. That's the David that straight comes out to mind. <laughs> My favourite piece of trivia is that Elon Musk's red roadster is still flying around Earth right now, <laughs> and it's apparently still playing David Bowie. So, as as part of space junk, this red convertible is just orbiting the Earth. For eternity, I guess. It's not going to, like, you know, run out of its trajectory or whatever and oh. crash back down to Earth? Look, that's probably good science, Johnny, but all I know is that <laughs> since he launched it... still out it, there right now. Since he launched it, he uh, kind of just left it there, and it's still flying around. It's wild. What a bonkers piece of... You mean uh, the original, yeah. one of the original Tesla Roadsters? Yeah, I think so, and it's yeah. also huh. a bit chilling because a mannequin is driving it, so it's just... <laughs> It's just creepy, if anything. <laughs> Let's hope that's not, you know, the first contact yeah. <laughs> thing that uh, that happens like with, that with aliens. That would be the next Star Wars movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Dean Thomas and David Ferrier. And we're going to start with question number one. The name of which musical instrument is derived from the ancient Greek words for wood and sound or voice? I mean, it's got to be oboe. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be. I want it to be oboe so badly. But let me tell you this. Let me give you a little clue. It's not a wind instrument. Oh. Yeah. Oh, guitar? It's not a stringed instrument either. Oh, well, a humble so drum. What's left? The, the tambourine. <laughs> it is a percussion instrument, officially. And, le- and let me give you another clue. The Greek word for sound, like, I know that you're probably freaking out going, I don't know any Greek, but you do. Okay. Um, you know yes. the Greek word for sound or voice. You're very familiar with it. You probably use that word a dozen times a day without even knowing it. The Greek word for voice. Yeah, or or sound. Sound. Oh. Is it something like vox? Oh, no, that's good. I think that's Latin. Okay. Um, Johnny, can you give us a letter? Come on. Yeah. That word starts with P. Piano. <laughs> no. Oh. No, no, sorry. The, the, the Greek word That's not for... a string instrument. You did say that already. No, yeah, yeah. And the Greek word for wood starts with X. Oh, xylophone. 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 Oh, so phone is phone. The... Oh. Yeah, phone wow. is the Greek word for sound or voice. Wow, wow man! Thank Strong you. start, yeah. Dean. We're on to this. All right, let's yeah. go. Let's get very going. good. So yes, xylo uh, is the Greek word for, or is derived from the Greek word for Excellent. wood. I, yes. I, I was worried about uh, appearing dumb on this uh, show because I'm not very good at <laughs> trivia, but I knew I would learn something, and I already have. So thank you. There you go. You've already question one. You've already learnt one thing. You spoon fed us, and uh, I look forward to more food. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> There's more. Don't yeah. you worry. Question number two: Australian passports are valid for how many years? I know this. Yeah. Ten. 10 is the right answer. Nice, Dave. You do know that. Nice. Do you know that because you have recently applied for a renewed passport? I think I have just stared at a terrible passport photo in my passport and then just noticed that the uh, the date it becomes valid and the date it expires is exactly 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Also, there if you, you had to renew it recently, that sounded like a nightmare post-COVID. Long anyway. queues. Yeah, yeah. That, that were, people were actually employing or, you know, uh, air-tasking people to stand in the queue for them (laughs) at the passport office. Yeah, Crazy. Question number three. The Marinus link, M-A-R-I-N-U-S, is a proposed electricity and telecommunications interconnector between which two Australian states? Victoria and Tasmania. Very good, David. Yes. Look at you. David, yes. How, what gave that away? 
I'm just. Or do you know about this project? No, it was just a real beautiful mind. I just started having images of maps and uh, graphs connecting that I must have seen <laughs> on the news at some point. Johnny, did you have you heard that uh, certain continents are connected by a hard cable of internet? Oh, what? Which which continents? Uh, I I know that there is um, uh, there there's like telecommunications cables. Yeah, and isn't that where Cable Beach gets its name? Wow, that makes think. absolute sense, and it just blows my mind that there's a, a big ass cable yeah. running through the ocean. I think yeah, I think it's Europe to the US or, or something like that. And I think I remember seeing that there was a problem because sharks kept attacking it. Like sharks down <laughs> the very bottom of the ocean were just chewing away at these fiber up. Wow, it's like rats in your or mice in your. You know, in your walls, yeah, chewing out yeah, their sure. telephone cables <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, well, this one is the Marinus link is estimated to cost $3.8 billion. And it is designed to enable the flow of electricity in both directions between the two states, delivering, hopefully, low cost, reliable and clean energy for customers in the national electricity market, enabling excess energy generated on the ma mainland to be stored in Tasmania's hydro storage and made available for use when demand outstrips supply. Fantastic. That sounds like a good plan. Hopefully. I think it's a good plan. Well, you know, I I don't really know. Sounds, <laughs> sounds clean. Cleanish. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Question number four. Which actor links the characters Max Cady, Gil Dillenbeck, Jack Burns, and Travis Bickle. Oh, I know this. Yeah. Was it the last one that gave yes. it away? <laughs> Dean? No, David. I like your confidence. Robert De Niro. Or Bobby, I call him. Robert De Niro is correct. Can you tell me? So, you know Travis Bickle is from which film? Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver is correct. Do you know what Max Cady C-A-D-Y might be that's from. That's a very masculine, like that sounds like a movie name, you know. Max I'm going to say Cady. Heat. Is it Heat, Johnny? It's not Heat. Okay. I'll, I'll, that's I'll give you a little clue that, yes, Robert De Niro has played Max Cady, but so has Robert Mitchum in a uh, earlier version of this film. Oh, gosh. No idea. It's another. Well, De Niro is in the Scorsese remake. Scorsese remake. Yeah. Casino. No. Oh, oh, hang Cape on. Fe I was going to say Cape Fear. Oh, yeah. that was yeah. my next one. <laughs> Sorry, my next one. I came in too quickly. I saw that film far too young, and me it, it too. freaked oh, me really? out. Fre <laughs> my God. <laughs> Made it a little uh, bit more okay when I saw the Simpsons version of it with Sideshow yeah. Bob. That makes it a lot <laughs> more palatable, the, I think. The set of the houseboat at the end is such a technological feat. If you ever watch it again, it's like a miniature one, but they make it look really, really? good. It's so interesting oh, to what watch. What do you mean? Like, I'm sure the, the long shots of the houseboat, uh, of a tiny houseboat, they've done it really, really well. It's fascinating. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. I think it's oh, cool seeing Martin Scorsese do a genre movie, do like a... A suspense, what would you call it? A suspense thriller? I know there's a yeah. term like a uh, yuppie nightmare is a genre. But just to see him do like that kind of horror movie as opposed to his big, you know, crime gangster epics. Yeah, true. And just running you through the other two, Gil Dillenbeck is from the, a new film, David O. Russell's Amsterdam. Oh, okay. 
which has just co- come out or is yep. just coming out. And Jack Burns is his character in the Meet the Parents movies. Ah, right on, right. of course. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Can you milk me? <laughs> One of the great lines. All right, question number five. English mathematician, logician, and cryptographer Alan Turing was responsible for breaking which Nazi code? Thing? Ah, damn it. No, I was confident at first. I was just going to say Nazi code. I didn't know which Nazi code. <laughs> the Enigma code. It is the Enigma code. Yes, yeah. David. Wow, David, you're smashing On this. fire, man. Hey, look, this, uh, this, I'm having a Slumdog Millionaire moment with these last couple of because <laughs> I'm immediately thinking Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. That one. What a film. What a film. Very good. I've got nothing to add for that one. I, I thought that one of you would, would get that pretty mm. uh, pretty easily. It's a great the story. The, it is, isn't it? Yeah. That, yeah the whole it. thing of, of them going to... Where where was that manor or that mansion or whatever, and them them all hanging out and breaking the code together? Yeah, building the world's biggest computer, yeah. world's first and biggest. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, it's time for another quick break. We'll be right back. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is the Saturday Quiz. I'm with Dean Thomas and David Ferrier. We're up to question number six. True or false? Mother Teresa won a Nobel Peace Prize. It feels true. true. Or false. 50 50. Yeah. yeah? Can we go uh, opposites? Are we, sure. Dean and I, I'll say false just um, for. Just to cover your bases? I'm going true, well, but then I, I don't know the, the timeline. It probably doesn't work out. Well, no, Dino, you're absolutely correct. Yes. She uh, did. Wa- Do you want to have a, a guess at, uh, well, you're probably not going to know when she w- when she won her Nobel Peace Prize? No, that'll expose me. But I believe, <laughs> I believe it was for the sheltering of hundreds of children. Well, there you go. That's very good. Yes. She won it in 1979 for her charitable work in Calcutta, India where she founded a new sisterhood, Missionaries of Charity, that built homes for orphans, nursing homes for lepers, and hospices for the terminally ill. Lovely. She died in 1997, and in 2003, the Pope took the first step towards her canonization, and then in 2016, Mother Teresa was declared a saint by Pope Francis. Fantastic. Wow. So she's so, yeah. now Saint Teresa, or is it Saint Mother Teresa? Saint, I don't know. Question without notice. I apologize. Yeah, thank you. I don't know. She, her birth name was Agnes. Agnes so maybe Teresa. she's Saint Agnes, Saint Agnes now. Agnes yeah. is a fine name. Saint Agnes, I'd, I'd love that. I do like. If yeah. anyone's I ever, think there's probably already a Saint Agnes. If anyone's ever in the Brisbane area, there's a bakery near my place called Agnes Bakery, and it's one of those ones where there's a line down the street. It's that good. Great. Don't know wow. if it's related to Agnes Teresa, um, but they, <laughs> they both do good work. <laughs> Question number seven. 
What is calculated by multiplying the diameter of a circle with pi? Multiplying the diameter of a circle. Yeah. It's area. Area of... uh, No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Help, David. Can I hear that question again, please? Yeah. What is calculated by multiplying the diameter of a circle with pi? Oh, is it the volume? No, that's that's similar to. <laughs> you can hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loud and clear. No idea. It's something else, circle related. It's surface. So throw me. The, what did you say? Surface. Oh, no. Damn it. The moon. What's another circle related word? Go back to your your high school uh, geometry. Well, I don't know if this is clear, John, but uh, Dean and I did not pay much attention. <laughs> the line between the center and the edge. The, the depth. Oh no, that that's the radius. Ah! Yep, knew that. The people are, people are screaming at us. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the other circle-related words. Is that what you said? Yeah. <sighs> it's it's roundness, John. It's roundness. What it's you, you're kind of you're kind of right. Yes. It it is what what defines a circle or makes a circle a circle. It's circumference. <laughs> the circumference is the right answer. Oh my god! I, yeah. Circumference. Nice one, brother. We took far too long to get to circumference. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Can you tell me about pi? Uh it's three point one two four, and then numbers. Oh, very good. I can see its symbol in my head. Yes, it's a little... the, the little kind of N yep. kind of thing yep. with a floppy top. It's well, also the curly word bottom. used for a uh, tasty baked um, food. That we <laughs> yes, yes. We're back to Agnes Bakery yep. again. Yes, that's what I can tell you about pie. They have great pies. Actually, I don't know if they do pies. I'll go find out after. Yeah. <laughs> what have you got yeah, for go a shot? out now. It's actually, what did you say, 3.12? Yes, one, two, four. Is that, am I right? No, you, you, there's no two. 3.14159 uh, is uh-huh. the kind of short short way. Uh, of course, you can keep going for forever, basically. Yeah. 3.14159265359. Off the top of my head, I'm not looking at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right, question number eight. How many days had Liz Truss served as British Prime Minister before she resigned. And there's a bonus point for naming the new Prime Minister. Okay. okay. I've got this. It was yeah. 44 days. Was it? Oh, it was. It's, it began with a four. She it had did. Her career had a less, less of a life than a lettuce, I remember. <laughs> a lettuce survived longer. So let's say 32 days? No, it was for your, oh, your day 40, short. 41. 40, 43. No. It was 45. 45. Ah, oh, Donald Trump. Yeah. No, you were, you were good. You were good. And the new prime minister's name is Rani Sukar. Is that right? No. Rish? Oh. You, you're just making up Hang Indian on. names now. First name, Rish? Oh. Rishi? Rishi, yes. Damn it. <laughs> Rishi the billionaire. The, the great. Um. <laughs> yeah, it starts with S, though. You, hey. had, the, you, you had the right uh Su- no. Su- you're just not finishing your words. Oh. Sunak. Sunak. Rishi Sunak. Rishi Sunak. Sunak. And he yes. has more money. Prime Minister. More money than God as well. 
Yeah, super rich and super robotic. Did you see his uh, first kind of howdy, howdy, oh, everyone? That's all we need, Prime Minister? John. Did another ro- robot? Another robotic billionaire. Just him and Elon just <laughs> moving in right angles. Just <laughs> oh, man. Sinks. Stunning. Okay. Question number nine. We're nearly there. What, starting with F, is an unlikely chance occurrence and the name of a whale's tail? Spin? What? What? Uh... Unlikely chance occurrence a as freak? well. A freak. <laughs> Check out the freak on that t- on that whale. Yeah, that whale's freak is. <laughs> what a beautiful freak! Uh, okay. Can I hear that question again, please? Yes, of course. So we're looking for a word starting with F that means these two things: an unlikely chance occurrence and a whale's tail. Unlikely. Chance it's occurrence. also the name of a type of fish that probably not going to get you any closer. Flounder. <laughs> no, that's what you're doing with this question. <laughs> <laughs> a type of fish. Uh, unlikely chance occurrence. Oh, that was a very f- yep. flippant occurrence. Um, mm. That was a very... What about uh, when you do when you achieve something on the first try... It's a fluke. fluke. It's a fluke. We did it. We did it. Yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah. Unassisted. Spoon fed right. <laughs> it was like a, we're babies and you were a, a parent with a num, helicopter num, num. full of spaghetti. <laughs> a fluke. There you go. A fluke. And we're up to the final question. It's the sports question. Question number 10. Which former WTA number one was provisionally suspended from tennis last month after testing positive to a banned substance. Take it away, Dino. Here it is. The answer is... Yep. It's coming right now. The answer is... The answer is... Tanasi Kokonakis. Thanks, John. Cheers. <laughs> Look at it. That's, uh, I'm afraid that's incorrect. Victorian, I believe. Um, what do we got? Who we got? So, uh, she... She... Is a Romanian former number one, uh, and she had the. She was found to have traces of the drug Roxadustat or Roxadustat, which is an anti-anemia me- medicine. Um, See, this is bad because this might be unlike fluke, which is a word we've all heard. We might just not be familiar, even with spoodfeen. You could. Sp- Spoon feed us this name one letter at a time will still probably sound confused at the end of it. Is her, I reckon you've no, heard of this tennis I, player. I think I have too. Is her last? I think is her last name. Yeah, Halep. Her last name is Halep. I will accept that as your answer. I re- her name is Simona Halep. Yes, Dino. I saw her at an open, one of the outside Beautiful. courts. Oh, at at the the Oz. Yes. I think she did quite well this year. I saw it the earlier rounds and right. it was great to see. I love watching the outside courts. It's the best. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. So, okay. So, yeah, you got there. All right. Simona Halep is, um, she She was the number one, I think, in uh, maybe 2016, 17, thereabouts. Amazing. And, yeah, but she's um, claiming that, that she, there's no way this this could have happened and she's you know um 
she's fighting it. Anti-anemia. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it promotes the creation of red blood cells. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's on, obviously, the WADA's list of prohibited mm. substances. John, has there been, and be honest yes. with us, a worse okay. performance at 10 <laughs> questions? Hit us, hit Absolutely. Us. No, you should not feel that you did badly at all today. I think you did really well. <laughs> very, Let me very ask cut. a different question then, John. Has there yeah. been a better performance? <laughs> Look, I don't, I, I don't want to, you know, get you too down, but sure, some people have. Uh, <laughs> some people have, have smashed this. This is really fun. I, I, I mean, I would love to keep going, but I know. Oh, well, I wish I had another 10 questions for you. But uh, the question that I do have for you both is how can my listeners catch Childish Dino? At Childish Dino on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at childish Dino, all one word. Basically, Excellent. yeah, wherever you use social media, just look for childish Dino. It'll it'll be there. Uh, this is yeah our first. This is actually our first time doing animation. It's it, we would love everyone's support. Basically, <laughs> hopefully, do some more, and we've learnt lessons, and you know things have been great, and there's things that we want to keep going, and things we want to explore further with the character. So, yeah, at Childish Dino, um, we've worked we, very hard at it for a long time and we think it's fun. Excellent. We want you to meet this insane child, this insane eight-year-old child at Childish Dino. Absolutely. And you've got some spectacular voice talent in the episodes oh, as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah, we've got uh, the the great, the amazing Tony Martin, uh, the fantastic uh, Leah Purcell from Wentworth, just to name a couple. Uh, Sam Pang pops up very briefly in it. Brilliant. Yeah. Sharina Clanton, also from... Uh, Wentworth, yeah, the, it's yeah, amazing, Mum. Yeah, excellent. Well, I can't wait to see the rest of the episodes. I loved the first two. Thank you, thank Thanks. you both so much for doing the quiz. Uh, thank Thanks, you, John. It's been an absolute joy meeting you both and having you on. Likewise, man. Yeah, likewise. Excellent. See you next time. See ya. Bye. That's the quiz for another week. How'd you go with those questions? Just a couple of things I want to clear up. There are hundreds of undersea cables linking all the permanently inhabited continents of the world. And indeed, Cable Beach in Broome is so named thanks to a telegraph cable that linked it to Java in 1889. Scorsese's Cape Fear was shot using a miniature houseboat in a tank in a studio. Even after becoming a saint, Mother Teresa is still known as Mother Teresa, but she is the patron saint of, appropriately, Calcutta. And finally, when I gave a clue that the word starting with F that was also the name of a type of fish and David said flounder, he was actually closer than we realised. The fluke, Paralichthyus dentatus, is also known as the summer flounder. Thank you to my guests this week, David Ferrier and Dean Thomas. Track down Childish Dino when it comes out next week. It's a lot of fun. Thanks to those listeners who have taken the time to leave a review recently or made a financial contribution. You can do that too by clicking the link to my supporter page in the show description. Thanks, as always, to the wonderful Cindy McDonald for writing the quiz. My name's John Leary, and I'll have more questions for you same time next week. <laughs>